Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Modern Maker Podcast. I just jumped in front of Chris. He thought he was about to say the intro, but I took it away from him. There you go for it. Keep going. You're rolling. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Salamone. Per usual, how are you doing? I am doing swell. Also, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Also, per usual, (laughs) at least at least from last weekend, Ben's not with us. Apparently, this guy's getting too busy for his own good. He's a busy man on the weekend. So I know. We don't have lives. We can do it. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what it is. All right. You want to know what a national holiday it is today on the 19th of August? Let's hear it. It is National Potato Day. I had some potatoes the day we're recording this. There you go. Fried so potatoes. You knew it was going to happen. Little, Your stomach knew. Little olive oil in the pan, little salt and pepper, and then just chop those potatoes up and get them nice and burnt. Like Now, is that fair on the ketogenic diet, or are you done with the ketogenic diet? I'm done with diet? it. I just, now you're just trying to eat healthy or, you know, yeah, not just, go crazy. Just generally healthier. What, I just kept losing weight. I got down to like 175. Dang. And like kept losing weight and I'm, I, I kind of felt like I was getting a little too skinny. So I've been eating. Now you're bulking back up. Almost purposefully unhealthy a little bit for the past couple of weeks. I'm at 180 and I think that's pretty much where I'm going to stay. That's good. Yeah. Your stomach probably shrunk while you were, while you were doing it. So, I bet. Uh, that's what it was. You know, Bitch that is the, the true thing, man. Portion sizes. Lower those key. portion sizes. That is the key. Yep. As you can see, we have no direction for the weekend show. <laughs> per usual as well. <laughs> also per usual. Actually, you know, I'll start off with, let's start off with some feedback from last week. So last week we talked a lot about photography. We did. Yeah. And I had a couple people chime in, including my dad, who my dad actually used to be a professional photographer. So he felt like he had to set me straight. Right. So when I was talking about the aperture that I, I used, knew it. it was I got a lot of people talk. that said, don't use an aperture that high because basically you're needlessly doing it because you can use a much lower, this is going to get confusing again, From much lower I, number. Yeah. You can have the lens a lot more open and you'll still have everything in focus. Yeah. Isn't it something around like F8 that it, pretty much everything's in focus? It depends on like your lens, your distance. There's a bunch of different variables, but the good thing is there's actually depth of field calculators that I got turned on to. So wow. there's websites. You can go out there. You can find one of these websites. You can put in what camera you're using, what lens you're using, what your distance is from the subject. And it kind of just tells you that aperture sweet spot. Yeah. No. So what it'll do is, so like say, okay, I'm using a Canon 50 millimeter. I'm 10 feet away from my object and I'm using a F 7.1, whatever. It'll actually tell you how far in front of that distance and how far behind that distance you would have in focus. Interesting, man. I bet that's what people just needed to know back in the day, pre-digital photography, huh? Yep. Well, now, because yeah, now you could use things that like actually preview your photo and you can see what's in focus and what isn't. Sometimes it's hard to trust the small screen, so that's why you might want to just like go with the math. But I actually did it with... like my setup that I have in there. And so like F7.1 would be perfect. I would actually be focused like about three feet in front of and like five feet behind the object. So that's, you know, I'm not, unless it's like a bed or something like that, it's not going to be that deep. You know, most of the things are 24 inches at most probably in terms of depth. So that should be fine. And that'll actually save me a lot of time on my photos because (laughs) then I don't have- Because normally a single shutter is like four seconds. Oh, it's like 15 seconds. No, that's literally what you were doing? When I have it stopped down that long. So it's like 15 seconds and then it has to, it does like a, a- a reduction, a shake reduction, something like that yep. after to, I don't know, just kind of clean the image up. So, and that takes another, as long as your exposure was. So basically 30 seconds Holy about. Holy crap. Yeah. And so now I'll be able to stop it down to like, you know, three seconds or so for each photo. <laughs> so saved, saved me like 
10, 10% faster. I will say, I was impressed with your before and after that you posted to our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Of your thumbnail before and after. Yeah, Big it's difference. funny. A huge difference. And it's, it's somebody even commented on it, and I replied that, yeah, actually, most of the retouching is not done to the furniture. It's done to the environment. Exactly. Yeah. Same with so, mine. It was like cleaning up the concrete, getting the OSB mm -hmm. from being, you know, seeing the lines of each panel. It's, yeah. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Like when you look at like seeing that Xbox stand, you know, in a regular environment or like, oh, wow, like it looks like it's in a gallery or something now. I feel like, like it this just is going to be a little bit of our talk at Workbench Con almost. Oh, let's stop talking about it. But speaking <laughs> I know, of I feel like we're, going, con, we're diving deep into something we're going to have to talk about on stage. Yeah, we should uh, tell you guys a little bit more. So we mentioned Workbench Con on Thursday's, on Thursday's episode. episode. So just in case uh, you guys want a quicker way to get to a link, if you go to our our uh, Instagram Instagram, couldn't remember that name at for some Modern reason. Maker Podcast. Yep. Then in our bio, you can have a link there. So we'll actually have a link to WorkbenchCon. You can pre-order some of them ticks. Get that early things bird are gonna special. Go fast. I think it's still pretty early. Like it's still far off. So I think some of the, it probably doesn't have all of the information on the website yet. But you know, Ben's gonna be there. You know we're going to be there. That should be enough right there. Right? <laughs> that's, that's all you need. Everything else is just icing on the cake. Will. But yeah, get some tickets now. Go through the link. And we'll see you there. Nice. Nice plug. That was Thank so you. organic. Wow. That was a, speaking of plugs, in my last <laughs> video, the, the plywood dining table, I got a few comments. People commenting that the things that were on top of the table looked like a certain kind of plug. Ooh. I, wanna, I won't say what kind, but it was uncouth. Oh. I didn't appreciate people making fun of my mom's decor that way. <laughs> they were just, gloves were off. You know, I fun. don't know what you're talking about, but for some reason, I have a feeling I know what you're talking you about. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only kind of something plug that you could say that... Uh, that would be inappropriate. That's right. Awesome. Well... Um, what are we talking about this weekend? I think this week we're just going to kind of... We're going to let you take the floor a little bit. Whoa. I've, I hear you've got... Some, I was asking... All right, for the listener. Little, We're getting real here. A little background knowledge. I was just kind of chit-chatting with Chris for a few minutes before we hopped on the recording, just kind of <laughs> shooting Spitball. the breeze. And he's got some cool news that I think would be interesting talking about on the podcast before any of it actually plays out. Yeah. Because I think there's so, a big difference between the whole expectation of things and then the reality of it, good or bad. So yes. tell, I guess just tell us kind of what, what's happening. What's happening? So I'm not going to name any names and because this I is think all that's a good thing, right? Because it's all it's totally, all pre yeah, I have no idea what's going to go in. And so in general, going into any opportunity, I always approach it with cautious optimism. Yes. So, you know, I hope that it'll be something good and I'm excited for it, but I'm not like getting myself too excited so that I'm let down if it doesn't work out. That is a healthy approach. <laughs> Thank you. And that was kind of, you know, one of the reasons that I came to YouTube, I've said this before, or, you know, started doing the content creation thing was because I said, you know what, if I do it and I put myself out there, opportunities will come my way and then we'll just take those opportunities as they come and we'll see what they can be. So, And it's one of those other things where even if you put yourself out there and you fail, at least, at least you put yourself out there or at least right. you entertained the idea of something. So I don't have to have that regret on my deathbed. Exactly. So what is the next regret <clears throat> you're avoiding? So, and this is something I've always been interested in for a long time, yeah, or you know, since I was making furniture, even pre-YouTube, I, pre I remember pre -YouTube, you talking about yeah. it a little bit. 
And I think I maybe even mentioned on the podcast, I had actually tried reaching out to companies before to exactly. no avail. So it's funny that then when you shift away from that, then you actually have the opportunity for somebody to come to you. All right. Get us but off the edge of our seat here, Chris. What is it? Hey, let me string you on for five more minutes. <laughs> no, so it's the opportunity to actually create a line of furniture that, you know, I would obviously make the first ones and do all the designs and everything. But would be manufactured but, by someone then, else. Exactly. It would be manufactured by somebody else and sold through stores. And it, so basically it would be the opportunity for me to get to do that and for people to actually be able to buy some of the pieces and have it be a lot more affordable yeah. than so this know, company, getting a custom piece. Oh, than you actually building it yes. custom. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because you know, they're going to mass produce it. So, so this company, um, I don't even remember the name of them, so I'm not going to say it, obviously, and we already said we're not going to. It was Are Ikea. They... No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> you caught, I was like, whoa, okay, I'm going to let them go. Is this not company, nearly that big. Is this company more of a manufacturer and distributor or are they someone that sells direct more? so it's both so i should also say i have not had the in-person meeting that's going to happen but it'll have happened by the time you're hearing this but right. it's happening this but week. that's why i wanted to do the podcast so now is i kind of want to get your take before it's been skewed by any conversations this yeah and you. then next week it'll be like oh here's the update nothing happened exactly fell apart or here's the update your boy's gonna be i'm the quitting next. youtube no, yeah week. exactly um, no, so yeah, so it's with a two companies. So it's one the one company manufactures furniture, and the other and distributes. They, they sell to this company that's a retail store. Wow. Okay. So the a lot of times the retail stores, even the bigger ones, don't manufacture. Right. Like you know, IKEA's special in that they're that way. But Target isn't manufacturing their own furniture. No. Yeah, and I and this company is also not nearly as big as Target. Like I don't even think they're like, oh yeah, every city has this store. It's like you know they're in LA and they're in a few other places. Okay. But um, yeah. So the company that approached me is the one that's a manufacturer, and obviously they have good relationships with the retailers because they sell a lot of furniture <laughs> to them. Yeah. And so the idea was kind of that you know we. I would make some pieces, they would be for sale. I would probably end up making video on videos on these pieces. Yep. So that's really all I know going in. I mean, I have some ideas in my head of, it's funny when I think about my type of furniture, like, okay, what would lend itself to this potentially? Right. So something like the Bad Larry, even though, you know, I love that piece. I've had a lot of people who've had interest in that piece. Is that too far out there still for like the retail market? I don't know. Trapezoid. I don't know, but you know what I think is hitting the nail on the head is hmm. your first coffee table. Yeah, something I like think, that I think would be such a good, such a good sell. I think stuff like that. I think like um, if you can remember the dresser that I made for my friend who was having a kid. Oh, that would be a good one too. Yeah, yeah that one was a little more. That one was maple, right? It but, was maple. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit more straightforward. I think those are probably the type of things that would have more mass appeal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe, and I don't know how they would want to do this, but I think something like the Bad Larry is probably more of like a loss leader. Like it's right. gonna, it's gonna generate eyeballs, but a lot of people might, when push comes to shove, they might be like, that yeah. we're not gonna get as much utility out of that, and and we need utility at the end of the day. Right, but it's also so, yeah. one of the, but like what you're saying, it's kind of an attention grabber. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. good at good at grabbing it's, it's good for the video which you know we tend to think of the video whereas yeah. now i have to shift my focus a little bit with doing something like this back into what's more practical yeah. so what are you expecting like uh are you expecting them to want like say a living room set say or, or yeah, do, you, I mean, do you expect that to happen kind of pr yeah i mean if i had to guess going in probably a few pieces so maybe like a line so say it was something like the 
that one's called, I'll call it Ben's dresser. That's what it was called, the one, that dresser. So, you know, maybe you make that and then you can make like end tables that are based off of it. And maybe you can parlay it into like a coffee table too. Who knows? So like, more random pieces or like a focused? I think more focused probably yeah. is the way to go initially than just, yeah, like, because I mean, if you look at my YouTube videos and the pieces I built for that, they're, I could definitely see a few of those pieces that could transition into a line. Definitely. But it's really kind of hodgepodge if you look at all the videos. It's not... Exactly, yeah. Yeah. doesn't look like a line of furniture. Nice. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to say much more than that at this point because, you know, I'm going in and who knows what's going to happen, but right. it seems like a cool opportunity. You know, worst case scenario, I go eat a meal, nothing comes from it, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not putting that much, I'm not risking that much to go have a conversation, exactly. but the upside could be really cool. I mean, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Um, and it could be a cool opportunity to do it. Have yeah, you ever thought about some, it? Could, it could make some cool videos too. Yeah, for sure. If you included kind of the process along the way a little bit, I don't know. It could be yeah, interesting. I, I kind of see, I mean, like obviously the simplest integration would just be to do the type of video that I already have and then just with the mention that, Hey, and you can actually go buy this furniture. Yeah. Go pick up a piece of four eyes, original design. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about anything like that as, uh, I think it would definitely be cool, but I don't think I'm designing as good of things. I'll be as what I'll be designing in two years from now. So um, you think you're just still a ways off. from? So I think, yeah, it's just, heck, I think, I feel like I should be able to 3d model before, <laughs> first, you know, what? let's go one step at a time. That's a good um, point, yeah. But no, I just think I'm a little young in my maker design slash career. design career to, to, to do something like that. But I think it would be freaking awesome to do like down the line. I yeah. mean, that would be the coolest thing in the world. Walking into a store and being like, yep, these are my designs. There's my babies. These are my babies. <laughs> just sit in the store and try and sell them to people. <laughs> just like, sir, do you work here? Well, no, <laughs> yeah. but I did Not design this table. And uh, don't have any fat people stand on it because it will break. No, <laughs> I know that's it. I'm gonna have to design for. Uh, that was gonna be my for next the general question. audience yeah. more uh, more robust pieces. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, I guess the the onus would be. See, that's another interesting thing. I don't even know this stuff yet. Like, so if I designed it, then would they probably have changes in terms of how they want to produce it? Because you know, to make I don't, manufacturing easy or exactly, yeah. Because I don't think of things in terms of mass producing. I think of things as making one of them. Right. So there should be little changes, and you know, I don't think for my pieces usually they're more shape based. It's not, it's not so much the joinery that's like the highlight of the piece. Yeah. So I think that's fine. You know, if there's different ways to do things, but it could be a cool opportunity also. To even like, I wonder, could I just like design things that incorporate metal, even though I don't know how to work with metal <laughs> on that level, but yeah, because someone else is do kind of doing it. So exactly. As long as they can do it, you can design it. Right. Here's the aesthetic yeah. of it. That's cool. knock it out. But back in, back in the day, I remember it was like episode three, maybe you're talking about you, you designed some stuff for like flat pack furniture. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I used to sell some stuff. So it was all, see, I still produced it on my own. I just would take the files to a place and they would basically cut it on a CNC. Mm -hmm. And then I would do a little refining to like, you know, putting bevels on the underside of the tabletop and obviously doing the sanding and the finishing right. and then ship them off. Um, so you've got so a yeah, little I mean, bit of, I don't know if experience is the right word, but you've kind of do dove into it a little bit. Dipped my pinky toe, <laughs> my baby toe. Yeah. Baby toe, pinky toe. Which one is it? I don't know. Piggy That's next toe. weekend. Pinky toe. Piggy. This little piggy. They're all piggies, <laughs> according to that That's true, they song. are. But that one's the little piggy. <laughs> That's the, the littlest of the piggies. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, I don't uh, I don't have much else to say on that. Just I guess I'll keep people updated. Yeah, um, I'll ask you about it next week. Ne- okay. Either next weekend or next week. As things develop, you guys will be in the know. Yeah. But and this kind of uh, gives a reoccurring segment for the show where people can kind of like... Something to talk about. Have that suspense. Yeah. Everyone's going to be biting their nails all from Saturday to Thursday. What's going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. that deal? <laughs> I need to know. Now right. I probably just jinx the whole dang thing. Awesome. Okay. So, so, we'll keep you, so we'll keep you updated with Chris's design experience. Endeavor. Yeah. There you go. You got any weekend plans? Yeah, so I'm going to try to start a, a new build. I was going to try to start a new build last weekend. It's about but time, man. I know. Man. I'm slack. Well, Ben picked it up to two, two and a half. Ver- oh, no, what did he say? One and a half or two? <laughs> I think he so said I'm one and a half. He's picking up. The, I, I, can, I can tell it back a little bit then since oh, okay. he's going so hard now. So I'm going to do one every two months now. Nice. No. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do a dog Murphy bed. Whoa. Oh, so yeah. a dog bed that folds into the wall. Exactly. Whoa. So yeah, uh, Rockler sent me some hardware. So haven't oh, come up a with a Murphy d- bed kit. Yeah, it's a Murphy bed kit that's made for pets, obviously. So you know it's smaller. Oh wow. Um, but they do have them for humans, humans as well. Humans as well. <laughs> they have them where they can either be vertical or horizontal. Your choice. Um, same thing with the pet beds. So I chose the vertical. Do you have so a now, big dog? I don't have a dog. <laughs> so I'll be building it for somebody else, I guess. Mike, you want it? Um, that's okay. I'll, sh- I'll ship it. Um, <laughs> no, I know plenty of people with dogs, so yeah. I'm sure I'll be able to find somebody. Uh, but yeah, I'm still coming up with designs. Try and y- you tell me your opinion. So I figure there's kind of two ways you could go. You could do something that's a little safer, you know, more like here's because okay, the way that the, I should mention this first. The way that the hardware works is you actually build a box that goes around it, and then you install the hardware in it. Yep, and then. That's how it works. So you could, I mean, the simplest thing would just be, here's how to build the kit. I don't think that's interesting enough. I think you want to then put some design right. above that on it. I think but so. But then you, you get into a weird area where you could go too crazy with it, where like maybe it's going to catch more eyeballs, but people are not necessarily going to be that interested in actually building one of their own. It's kind of toeing the line there. And yeah, there's a balancing act to be had for sure. Yep. I probably will air on the side of going a little goofier with the design and getting more eyeballs just because that's what it's all about that's what it's all about yeah i want to i think views that, right and <laughs> obviously you know i'll talk to to rockler to see so what, what are they're some hoping ideas for you have? like when it comes to something simple you know i've always wanted to do a dog house i know you've done two yeah. of them right yeah they do good yeah i've always wanted to do one and just haven't got to it um i still do want to do one because i'd like to do like a little like miniature modern mid-century modern house or something yeah um so you know make like a porch and everything but obviously i'm not i'm not going to do that with this one i think i'll save that for when i do a dog house right but i don't know man i want to do something that has some utility to it so maybe you can store make you know, a castle like, to where the dog bed is the drawbridge maybe do a race car <laughs> <laughs> yeah do a race car dog bed that's it funny. could be like the hood or something i don't know um no, but when I, it, I when it comes to designs. something more complicated, like when you talk about, I guess, raising the design of it, what, what do you mean? Well, I'm thinking maybe do something that has some utility in it, okay. utility in it, first of all. So, you know, maybe you can store some like your dog toys or yeah. leashes or something and kind of keep them concealed in there. Um, then I don't know. I mean, there's different ways you could go. You can make it where if this is going to be something that lives in your living room, you know, if you're the type of person who has a Murphy bed, make for it a bench. Your dog, or something or maybe something that could have some dual purpose or yeah. that at least isn't an eyesore i mean i think that's kind of the point of a murphy bed is 
you want it to be something that looks cool within your room. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There's a few different ways you can go. You can go the utility way. You can go the the dual purpose way. You can go the is not obtrusive or you know doesn't look like an eyesore way. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? You got some ideas for me? I don't know, man. Uh, Besides I think the castle, it's the craziest coincidence. I'm gonna be building a dog bed. Are you really? Yes. But like before we talked, like this is not just for the show. Before we talked about it, like yeah, uh-huh. I've I've even got the design for it and everything. Like I've oh, got nice. I've got everything planned out for it. So that's a crazy non Murphy, right? It's not a Murphy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not stepping on your ground anywhere. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but no, that's kind of interesting. I've never heard of a Murphy dog bed. And oh, I yeah, love man. the idea of like maybe having a little kind of cabinet to the side that's got everywhere your dog or like all of your dog toys or your dog leash. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Maybe a little feeding station. Oh, that could be cool. Um, but then again, it's kind of like where in the house is it? You know, because some people like to feed their dog like kind of more towards the kitchen or something. Yeah, um, I'm kind of thinking that the I mean, the person that this appeals to, at least in my head, has like less space probably. That's true, yeah, and because that's why they're going with the Murphy bed anyways. Right. Otherwise, they they might just you know put it in a spare bedroom or what, whatever. They yeah. have a big living room. They stick it in the corner. Yeah. But yeah, so I could see that working out. I mean, I think some kind of at least dual purpose for the dog. Yeah. Is cool. <laughs> for I the mean, dog if there's sake. a way that you can work in a, do- a dual purpose for the for the human, like you were saying, where like it's a bench or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got to think about it more. But I really, I'm gonna. It's an interesting gonna, challenge. Yeah, I'm gonna put my nose to the grindstone the next couple of days and. That way I can start actually building it by the time people are listening to this. I like it. Well, good luck. I like it. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and cut it right there. So this was a little bit less structured of a show, a little, little shorter. Hopefully you guys still feel like you got your money's worth. It was kind of a day in the worth. life almost. It was the it was. vlog. It was the vlog version of a podcast. Yeah. As you know, we wanted to make sure we still got a weekend show out there. We knew it was going to be tough this week. So we said, let's just record ourselves let's just talk about what's going on that was the whole goal that was the whole goal with the weekend show though is like experimenting with formats you know like doing interviews doing q a shows and that's exactly right what you were just about to say is it seemed like we got kind of into a cycle of Mm -hmm. defaulting to a q a show so we kind of wanted to switch it up yeah and i know i get a lot of comments from people that actually their favorite part is when we go off topic and start to talk about like kind of the behind the scenes stuff yeah so hopefully to the people who like that, this appeals to you. Yeah. So figure Chris had a couple interesting things happening in his life that we could talk mm-hmm. about. So anyways, let us know what you guys think. If you guys enjoyed the show, hit us up. Let us know in a message or a DM on Instagram. That's at Modern Maker Podcast. Like we mentioned earlier, if you want to go to WorkbenchCon, we will have a link in our bio on Instagram that you can go pick up a ticket for. Um, I don't know if they're going to raise prices once it gets closer to the event. I know that's a pretty normal thing that happens. So if you mm-hmm. know you're going to go, might as well pick one up uh, sooner rather than later before that early bird price raises. So anyways, thanks guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you on Thursday with another normal episode. You can That's one thing you can always count on. A normal Thursday episode. Wednesdays are weird, but Thursdays (laughs) are consistent. Yeah, they are. (laughs) You mean weekends are weird? I said Wednesdays, didn't I? You did. Ah, dang it. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, whatever. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Later.